I'm talking with this young guy on the way back to the car, and um, he said, hey, I saw in your van that it says LifePoint Church on your van. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, do you go to LifePoint? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. You yeah, could I say that. To, I, could, I, I go. I go Sometimes, to right? Lewis Center, Lewis Center. Look, he's like, well, man, I go to the... I go to the Delaware campus, me and my girlfriend, we go there and we love it. And he said, uh, he said, I think my mom and dad come down to the Lewis Center campus. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, you know, who are they? And sure enough, uh, they do. And he's like, we may come down there for Christmas <laughs> Eve <laughs> services. I'm good. Maybe I'll see you, you oh know? My gosh. Oh, that's but awesome. I just thought, you know, yeah. how awesome was mm. it to think that you know, even in a super connected way, like one of the campuses of our church and this, he doesn't know me. It doesn't need to know me, right? Um, and it just gave me just a little, maybe just a little window into the fact that, you know, there'll come a day when there'll be churches that we plant that are going to last and stand the test of time and they don't need us, mm. you know. Welcome to the Send Columbus podcast, a podcast designed to share strategies and stories about planting churches in the city. Your hosts are church planting catalyst, Chad Grigsby and Send City missionary, Dean Foltz. Welcome back to the Sin Columbus podcast. I'm Chad Grigsby, joined today with some special guests here. We have Dean, as always, on his 50th birthday. Happy birthday, Dean. Wow. Yes. You can send gifts care of me to LifePoint Church. <laughs> mm -hmm. 7719 Graphics Way, Lewis Center, Ohio, 4303. And you have to send 50 of them, right? 50, <laughs> 50 gifts. 50 he really loves gifts. desserts. He eats a lot yes. of junk food, so that's what I would recommend, <laughs> yes. probably. Oh junk food is high. As a matter of fact, someone on this podcast gave me a bag of apples. Mm, really? For my, for my birthday. <laughs> Could that have been? Granny Smith apples from my family to, your, to yes. you, Dean, with a little note on there. So, Were you sending a message? You Don't you? Aren't those your favorite kind of apples? They could be. They could be, <laughs> but I just thought maybe you were trying to send a message about my diet well, maybe an apple something. a day does keep the doctor away <laughs> and at my age mm -hmm. so dean is turning 50 today but we also have uh with us jason phillips and uh he is joining us today for a very very neat purpose so glad to have you with us jason excited to be here good all right so dean talk to us a little bit about why we're here why the three of us are on this podcast and <laughs> <laughs> well sometime in eternity past the lord decreed not not that, that he would why. love a man the current why we're in this room oh. having this discussion <laughs> right. yeah. but skip a bit i don't know i was kind of interested in where yeah. you're going with that so. yeah. meaning of life <laughs> yeah. um so i think we're talking today just a little bit about uh change in um, leadership in the city. So, and I was blessed a few months ago, the North American Mission Board asked me to consider um, giving the church planting oversight to what is a new region um, that's been formed called the Ohio Valley region. So basically the Midwest was a monster. It, we have a lot of sin cities and um, Matt Mars, who's been on this podcast before, has done a great job in the Midwest. But um, basically, the North American Mission Board said, "Hey, we're going to split the Midwest into kind of, uh, kind of like the Big Ten West and the Big Ten East. Mm. And if you are leaders and legends, yeah, leaders and legends, <laughs> yeah, that was a big fail. <laughs> so, um, so we are the, we're the leaders, obviously. <laughs> we're the leaders. Uh, so West Virginia, they've got an affinity relationship really with the Northeast, so they kind of went that direction. And then um, Ohio, Indiana, and Michigan." 
formed this new Ohio Valley region, which the people in Michigan love the name, by the way. I was wondering how that went Uh, over with them. Did they get a vote in that? No, no vote at all. No vote at all. Uh, So we have formed this new region, and so it was a blessing for me to be asked to kind of maybe step out of the uh, city missionary role for Columbus, which I've been in, crazy enough, now for almost a decade. Wow. Um, while the SIN network has been around. And so I stepped into that role, and it just made it very natural. You know, um, obviously you were in the church planting catalyst role here in Columbus, and you've mm-hmm. been doing such a great job to step right into that city missionary role. And then for a time, Jason step into that catalyst role. We felt like, you know, Jason fits exactly what we need in a, mm-hmm. in a CPC. And so you guys kind of make up the dynamic duo. I'll let you do determine who's hmm. Batman and who's Robin, but uh, what I think the guys? positions kind of speak for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely Robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, Dean, when you said something about strategic, I think what they said is, oh man, Dean's going to be the regional director. Who's, what are we going to do about the city missionary role in Columbus? And it was like, well, who do we have there? <laughs> we have this guy. All right, I guess that'll be fine. <laughs> I think it's kind of how I feel like that. that. Actually, I think it was kind of like, how can we get Chad into the city missionary mm, role? Let's that see if is. we can create a different role for Dean. Well, I think it makes a lot of sense because Jason and I have actually shared an office for the last year and a half, almost two years. Yeah. And so, for you to slide into the church planning catalyst role, but what were you doing before you? took this position. Yeah. So I've been at LifePoint for almost five years, which is crazy. And I kind of had every student ministry position you could have. I was uh, intern and then I was part-time interim and then I was like the full-time student pastor. So I did the student pastor job for about four years um, before kind of transitioning into this role. So yeah. Yeah. And now you're you're doing the church planning catalyst, church-based church planning catalyst role. So you'll yes. still be here at Life Point and uh, serving at the church in that capacity, and then helping with uh, church plants in the city. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm doing some like spiritual development type stuff, prayer team things like that. So I'm excited to do those things too here. Well, sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so Dean, when you think about uh, the regional director job, what or position or role, what excites you the most about that opportunity? You know, I think one of the more recent parts, uh, at least the way that we are saying this part of NAM's vision is that every church is a multiplying church in the making. So I feel like we have the unique opportunity as I look at the churches or a number of the churches in the Ohio Valley region is that they're doing a, a great job with multiplication. As I put eyes on what we're doing both in the cities and around the state, it feels to me like we are doing a better job of raising up church planters out of the field, out of the harvest, as opposed to um, choosing the low-hanging fruit from other places around the country and calling those people, which still happens, and it's still great. We're grateful for that, and and we have some folks who are coming, traveling, doing a great job. Uh, But we are calling people out of our churches currently, and um, you you just have a greater level of ownership, and you just start to believe more in sending more in multiplication. You're willing to sacrifice more for it. So one of the most exciting things I think right now is just how God is developing that trajectory for multiplication, really that comes right out of right out of our region, uh, developing those multiplying churches. And then of course with what we're doing with pipeline and um, other things. I mean we want to even you know, take that a step further and developing more and more residencies and giving 
people the opportunity to plant all kinds of churches, um, bivocationally, co-vocationally, um, full-time, uh, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, we're, we believe that every church has the capacity. If you have, you know, most folks maybe who are listening to this podcast have seen the name logo. It's a straight line, a bent line, and then a, an arrow. And that's intentional. That's going from the pew, that's the straight line, right? All the way to the arrow, which is the idea of being sent. And we understand that churches are on a spectrum um, in that. And so we just want to help them move. Yeah. I, I really love what you said about, um, you know, I, I say it this way, the, the pipeline, the, the, the 10 year minister, 10 years ministry experience, seminary educated planter is few and far between compared to 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So to really plant churches everywhere for everyone, we have to be raising up church planters from within our congregations. Mm-hmm. So that is a shift. Uh, but I think it is an important one and, and one, you know, I'm excited about helping uh, tackle as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, when you think about, you know, this position going from student ministry to church plan catalyst, what excited you most about that opportunity? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that got me excited. I think one, just like God's activity was just, it was just all over uh, sort of this transition. My wife and I had started praying um, probably a f- really only a month probably before uh, you and Dean approached me about this role. And uh, we were kind of feeling like God was stirring us maybe uh, towards something different. Mm. Um, and so for you guys to ask me to do this, it was like, man, this just feels like God's activity is all over mm. this. And so that was really exciting. I think too, I've grown up in Columbus. I've been here the same amount of time actually as Dean and Angie when they mm. moved here, the same year I moved here. Um, I went to high school here, college, I've been blessed to be able to actually go to a lot of the um, churches that we work with over mm-hmm. the time that I've been here in college and things like that. And so I think just I love Columbus and I am so excited to just be able to be a small part of um, God's work in the city in a broader context than I was doing in student ministry. And so I, that that really excited me was being able to uh, love and care for planters and churches in our city. Yeah. yeah. When we thought about somebody to fill that catalyst position it, it was a, sh- a very short list and you were at the top of that you were at the top of that list just because we thought you do a great job um in in that role and so we're super excited to have you i'm i am definitely the outsider here you've been jason you've been here a long time dean you've been here a long time you went to ohio state you're from southern ohio i am never the the <clears throat> sorry it is yeah the yeah. go bucks uh, the ohio state <laughs> University. but i'm like the outsider i've never lived uh, north in the Mason-Dixon line till about a year and a half ago. So I think it helps me a lot from the city missionary chair to have a regional director who's been here, planted here, multiplied mm-hmm. here, uh, been the city missionary here. So it's I'm like super fortunate to have, mm-hmm. have you and then to have Jason, you know, to work with who's been in the city, done ministry, uh, knows a lot of the churches, so I feel really blessed. I have the easiest job of, of this uh, of this trio this is, here. This is why you're Robin. <laughs> this is why you're Robin. <laughs> yes, exactly, and I'm perfectly comfortable uh, you know, in a pair of tights. So, yeah. So, I think that. So for me, like I think for the three of us, in addition to the rest of the team in our region, I think that. Okay, obviously, uniquely on the day that I turned 50, maybe maybe, maybe I'm a little bit reflective and nostalgic, mm. just a hair. <laughs> um, but I think that we will have 
um, a growing awareness of the fact that we're doing the things that God wants us to do. Not necessarily the more people know who we are, but the less people know who we are. Mm. And so if God allows um, me to live and I have a longer season of ministry 25 years from now, um, if I'm still in central Ohio and walking around here, you know, I'll be able to go to churches where I won't know the leaders and the leaders won't know me mm. and they won't, you know, my picture's not going to be on the wall, right? As the guy who helped somebody plant this church who mm. probably won't still be the pastor there, but having the, um, just the knowledge that you help plant these churches that are going to last, um, just this past week. So my wife, our, our van, uh, I should say her van, um, <laughs> had over 250,000 miles on it. Right. Got so we had it for worth. a decade. We absolutely did out of that, that God blessed Dodge caravan. Man. <laughs> it's like the 40 years in the wilderness where the children of Israel's sandals yes. didn't wear out. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. That was your van. Although there were definitely parts that wore out. We had to read going to pay for it. So uh, we traded it in and, um, <laughs> for another so, minivan. No, for the first <laughs> time not? in 18 years, my wife's been driving a minivan. So after we traded it and did all the deal and everything, the neck that night, um, Angie's like, "Oh, I forgot I left a CD in the van." So this is yeah, uh, that's how old our van is. So, um, so we had to go back and get this CD because she was sure it belonged to somebody else and blah blah blah. So we go to, you know, the bone yard, right, for this uh, car dealership, because that's where they said it would be. <laughs> and we track it down. And as soon as we go in, a, a person from the dealership uh, comes out and I, tell, I explain the whole situation to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. So first, <laughs> first of all, I go get the CD and it's not the CD that my wife thinks is in there, which was some <laughs> a teaching CD or something. It was a Toby Mac CD. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's important. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, it was just slightly less than if her, one of her truth CDs had been in there, uh, the group. So. But I'm talking with this young guy on the way back to the car, and um, he said, hey, I saw in your van that it says LifePoint Church mm. on your van. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, do you go to LifePoint? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. You yeah, can I say that. To, I could, I, I go, I go. Sometimes, to the right? Lewis Center, Lewis Center. Look, he's like, well, man, I go to the, I go to the Delaware campus, me mm. and my girlfriend, we go there and we love it. And he said, uh, he said, I think my mom and dad come down to the Lewis Center campus. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, you know, who are they? And sure enough. Uh, they do. And he's like, we may come down there for Christmas <laughs> Eve service or something. Good. Maybe I'll see you, you oh know? My gosh. Oh my gosh. That's but awesome. I just thought, you know, yeah. how awesome was mm. it to think that, you know, even in a super connected way, like one of the campuses of our church and this, he doesn't know me and mm. doesn't need to know me. Yeah. Right. Um, and it just gave me just a little, maybe just a little window into the fact that you know, there'll come a day when there'll be churches that we plant that are going to last and stand the test of time, and they don't need us, mm. you know. Um, yeah, and that, that value, Sin Network values multiplication. I think about Second Timothy 2, two. you know, Paul said to Timothy, what I, what's been entrusted to me, I entrusted to you. You teach others also. I love the others also because he can't name them. Mm -hmm. They're nameless, right? And I, and I love that idea. That's multiplication, that Eventually, there, you're going to get to a point 
And it, gosh, it even happens when you have your, you know, your church births a child, you Mm -hmm. know, you only have children and they don't even know who the guy is who helped, you know, kind of catalyze that. So in, in a way it, it's tough because, you know, they probably won't be naming, um, you know, any sanctuary auditoriums after, after us, but that's not a big deal. Right. But, but being able to be a part of it and see God, you know, use you to multiply, it's really, it's, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be fun for us to be part of it and part of just trying to, you know, both stay in the stream of God's activity and steer a little bit when God gives us direction and help shape it and stay out of the way of it. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, I do think there's definitely art and science just in our own walks with the Lord, right? Of listening and hearing and um, knowing when the right uh, seasons are and times are. Um, I think it's it's going to be fun. Yeah. Jason, anything else you want to add to the conversation today? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, other than I've avoided putting one of those stickers on my car because <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble when I cut people off on the highway, but maybe I need to get one now. Maybe some conversations will happen. You never know. It's bumper sticker sanctification. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. <laughs> maybe I'll be nicer to people on the road. <laughs> Well, with this uh, transition in roles for us, uh, Dean is officially leaving the podcast. Um, yep. 12, 12, 11 episodes. You had quite a run. <laughs> Dean. The podcast is growing, getting better all the time. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So Jason will be joining the podcast, so we'll be co-hosting together in future episodes. So uh, actually, uh, coming up very soon, we have our president uh, of the North American Mission Board, Kevin Zell, that we have. Uh, coming up on the podcast, uh, a couple other local planters that we're going to be uh, talking to. So, yeah, we're still still going to be rolling. Maybe we'll have Dean come in every now and then. Nah, and, you probably and won't. Some need of his wisdom yeah, for his experience in <laughs> all those fifty years that he has. Yep. If you need me to sing, maybe I'll. <laughs> yeah, you missed it before on. you got in here. We were both practicing our singing yeah. before you yeah. got here. So actually, Dean, you sang at a service of LifePoint uh, very recently. He's, he's singing a lot of services, actually. Yeah, I do. I sing a lot of childhood songs, and that's yeah. that's that's intentional because no one no one criticizes a kid for singing. That's no true. one does that's that. True. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. your daughter was on stage last week. Angie's on stage singing. So those they have got the singing genes, and our youngest <laughs> daughter, she is not taking up that mantle yet. But she <laughs> sings a lot and very very. She's has strong vocals at our house uh, a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't get those genes, but that's okay. That's yeah. Well, we're looking forward to working together in the future and helping plant more churches impact central Ohio and the Ohio Valley. Um, so looking forward to that. And we hope you'll hang with us, come back for more episodes uh, of the podcast here in the future. So thanks guys for your time today. It was a fun conversation. Thank thanks, you guys. Robin. Thanks for checking out the Send Columbus podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and join us next time for another episode.